To be a nicer mom, you need to fix two things, the internal distorted brain messages or external triggers. That's all, the internal messages or external triggers. Welcome to Be A Nice Mom, episode 12. I'm Nancy Lucas, the safe and calm mommy mentor and a conscious discipline certified instructor in Florida. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at freeaudiobookfromnancy.com. Freeaudiobookfromnancy.com. More than 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Well, today is kind of odd because who would have an emotional upset or ride an emotional roller coaster at Disney? Well, first, I thought I was the only one until I sat down next to the sweetest mom and her little girl on, you know, one of the buses at Disney. And I I was excited by the news she shared that day. Apparently, this little girl is going to be a big sister. Mommy and Daddy are having a new baby, right? What could be more exciting? And listen to how she found out. This was so cute. So they had taken an envelope to Disney with the gender inside the envelope. And then they went and purchased a pink balloon and a blue balloon. And I forget who the other adult was, but the mom and the dad were together. And the little girl walked over to this other adult. I can't remember. It was a loud bus. I don't know if she said grandma or... Um, somebody else in the family, or I don't know who it was. I forget that detail. So whoever it was, the little girl took both balloons over to this adult with the envelope. And the other adult opened the envelope and put the blue balloon in the little girl's hand. And right in front of the castle, the little girl came running to her mommy with the blue balloon. And the mom says to me, it was a really hard place to figure that out. That, that was hard to learn. I'm having a boy. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, I just, I, I was in the moment, like, you know, the vision of my little girl running to me with the blue balloon and the castle in the background and all the joy and, you know, the expectations we have of a perfect time at Disney, right? That's, we believe all the marketing and, and we've probably had many happy experiences there. So when she said to me, oh, it was really rough to, to find that out at Disney, she's like, I don't, I don't even have, I have nothing for a boy. And, and I was just so taken aback by what she said. I was like, wow, how, <laughs> that wouldn't be my perspective at all. But, uh, you know, it was hard for this mom and I totally get, I, I, have, I have lots of friends who don't want to raise boys. And usually it's because some boy in their life was mean to them or challenged, uh, I've heard this many times over. I'm raising two girls and two boys, and we didn't plan our boys. Those are little surprises, and I have to tell you, they're amazing. These these little guys, it's everything they were designed to be. They were designed to be adventurers. They were designed to be conquerors, you know? My mother's like, oh, boy child, you know, when they see him climbing a wall or sword fighting or shooting with guns, and I'm like... Yeah, he was designed to fight a battle. You know, that's cool. My my boy's learning how to fight a battle. I'm actually proud of him, you know? Good for you, buddy. And um, the last thing is they want a beauty to behold. And this is um, from the book Wild at Heart. I love that book. So for me, raising boys is exciting. And I have not 
you know, been spared the, whatever the hardship of how sometimes men can choose to treat women or teenage boys can treat women. I understand women get violated by men all the time. And I see it as an amazing opportunity to raise a man with healthy boundaries and who, who can be a good guy. You know, I plan on putting two good guys out on the planet. And, uh, you know, as far as I can be of help in that area and about not having stuff, that's, um, that, that's like a, a mindset of, of not enough. You know, there's not enough. And I have had older women who always said to me, cause I have four kids and I trust me, I've gone down that path. I'm, I don't have enough. And there've been plenty of times where I couldn't buy the new sneakers they needed, where we couldn't get the haircut. You know, mommy had to do a haircut at home. Like I, I understand those times. And what my girlfriend said to me is also true. Every baby comes with their own bread and butter. Every baby comes with their own bread and butter. And I had a young, we had a waitress who was pregnant and she was nervous about this, you know, being able to provide. And I said to her, you know, every baby comes with their bread and butter. And she was like, what does that mean? And I'm like, somehow it works out that your child gets what they need and they live, you know, they live that day. They live that week. They live that month. They make it through that year and they grow up. Every baby comes with their bread and butter. All right. So what about the emotional roller coaster at Disney? I want to tell you one more story. Uh, because when I was at Disney this time, I remembered this emotional roller coaster. So there was one time, it was in the middle of my divorce, and I was I was going through the um, Fort Wilderness, you know, with all the, the RVs and the camping. And, and I was with my boys alone. Um, I was camping. And even when I was married, I was still the one that pretty much had to do everything. Like... I had to load the van. I had to pack everything for me, for each of the four children, all the food provisions, all the camping provisions. I had to plan the trip. I had to book the trip. I had to, you know, prepare the van, clean it, make sure the oil was changed, make sure the tires were good, um, make sure we had gas, make sure we had travel snacks. Like everything I planned, I did. And so this particular time at, at Disney in the middle of my divorce, I was going through, we were on a golf cart or walking. I think I was walking with my boys and every family that we went by, the dad was doing something. He was in, he was cooking, you know, out there making the bacon at breakfast or packing up the trailer, the RV, you know, loading the golf cart in. And we were there with several other families and all the dads in those families were doing, they were providing you know, they did, they had nice jobs where they paid the money for the RV. They paid for the campsite. They paid for the vacations there, you know, so I don't want to say it was jealousy because I'm really happy for my friends that they have this amazing husband. Um, but it was almost like, gee, why can't I have that too? You know, is that feeling of like, oh, recognizing I don't have that. Like, oh, that's what it looks like. You know, when you do have that, that's what it looks like. So that was an emotional roller coaster. I was cut off guard, you know, how I said about internal distorted brain messages. So I think that's the one that the mom with the gender reveal had was, oh my gosh, do I have enough to do this? How can I do this? I don't, I'm not prepared for a boy. You know, so hers was like an internal distorted brain message of, I don't have enough, I'm, I'm not ready, something like that. Mine was an external trigger of like, 
oh, that's what it looks like when you have an amazing husband or a really cool dad in the family, you know? Um, so mine was an external trigger of watching, like, oh, i realizing my life isn't like that, you know? So uh, one dad even had a... Um, an air blower, you know, like a, a lawn blower, a leaf blower, and was blowing down the driveway for their for their campsite. I was like, okay, well, you know, then I could take that to the extreme. Oh my gosh, that guy probably has a thousand rules about how things have to be clean, and maybe he's not so fun. <laughs> but whatever, you know, we can we can always see the grass is greener on the other side, whether it's a gender reveal or somebody else's husband or how cool that dad is with their kids, right? We can always find something that looks like the grass is greener on the other side. So that's where I want to take the tapping today. You know, every episode, uh, we have a story, which you've heard about the gender reveal and the emotional roller coaster. Let me finish that bit of the story. Because when we go to Disney, we have the expectation of it's going to be perfect. And let me say to you that an expectation is a premeditated resentment. An expectation can be a premeditated resentment. So when we go to Disney or when we have a gender reveal or when life doesn't go our way, the two things I do is, first of all, honor my emotions, right? So when I, when I was triggered at Disney that all these other dads were amazing and their dads provide and blah, 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 that was disappointment. That was disappointment that I've had to be, you know, everything in my family. So, or at least that's my perception. No, you know, no discredit to everything their, their dad actually does do or has done. Just that's my perception in the moment of something like that. And so that feeling would be disappointment. So there's a whole thing that we teach in conscious discipline about handling our big feelings. And for the mom, I don't know, I think maybe her feeling was anxious, like I'm anxious, how do I provide for a boy? Or maybe hers was disappointment too, like man, I I meant to reuse all my things and not have to repaint the nursery and not have to buy, you know, all that stuff again. Um, Maybe she wanted it just a little bit easier to keep everything (laughs) girly-fied. And now to have to go through and make it all boyish was like, oh, I didn't want that much work or I didn't want to spend that much money or something, you know. So maybe hers was a little bit of disappointment. Man, that's not what I was expecting. Or maybe um, a little bit of anxious, you know. So in conscious discipline, all of our feelings have a message to us. And, And that's revealed in the book Managing Emotional Mayhem. And we teach that curriculum when you get into our our classes or work with a, a certified instructor one-on-one. So those are that's a whole other topic. I'm not going to talk about big feelings, but I will go to our sponsor and talk about a couple of books. For you, the listeners of Be a Nice Mom podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. For a free audiobook, go to free audiobook from Nancy, free audiobook from Nancy.com. There are two books I would recommend Emotion Managing Emotional Mayhem by Dr. Becky Bailey. And I don't believe it's available on Audible right now, but you could find it at consciousdiscipline.com or Amazon. Managing Emotional Mayhem by Dr. Becky Bailey. 
And the other book that I'm going to recommend is Wild at Heart, Discovering the Secret of a Man's Soul. Wild at Heart, Discovering the Secret of a Man's Soul by John Eldridge. Eldridge, E-L-D-R-E-D-G-E. And I believe that one is on Amazon. John Eldridge's Wild at Heart. That's what really taught me about um, how to treat a man and, of course, how to raise my boys. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the tapping because we've talked about the gender reveal and emotional roller coaster at Disney. And the exter- I'm going to work on the external trigger, this, this one, of life isn't going my way. Life isn't going my way. For, the, for that mom, she expected a boy and life didn't go her way. And for me, I was a bit brokenhearted that, you know, I feel like I'm the man of the family and the woman of the family and everybody else has amazing dads, right? So the revelation of that was watching all these other dads be so awesome. And that's, that's um, those are external triggers because, of course, I didn't go to Disney and expect to not have a blessed time. And, of course... Um, this woman didn't do her gender reveal and expect to have an emotional upset, right? She thought it was going to be amazing too. You know, what a great idea to do a gender reveal in front of the castle. All right, so let's do this external trigger. Life isn't going my way. All right, for for these, remember we do three rounds. I start with um, the three times of doing our karate chops. And then we do three rounds of tapping. The first one is the disappointment. The second one is a middle of the road, like what if, or just a questioning so that your brain can can choose a different path. It doesn't have to be stuck in the emotional roller coaster, in the big feelings, how your brain can choose to look at feelings. That's, we're just going to ask questions about that. And then the last round is going to be, you know, the affirmations. This is the way your brain could choose to look at life indefinitely. It doesn't have to be in that emotional stuck place. You can actually just to choose to, to look at life in, a, in an affirming, positive outlook. Um, but some of us have a, you know, we all have a path to get there, especially when life doesn't go our way. So find a comfortable spot. You know, this takes 10 to 12 minutes usually. And here it goes. Do your karate chop. Hiya! So your right hand is on that fleshy part. And you're going to repeat after me. Even though life is not going my way, I fully and completely love and accept myself. Even though I'm disappointed life isn't going my way, I fully and completely love and accept myself. Even though life is not going my way, I fully and completely love and accept myself. So tap between the eyes. Wow, this was really disappointing. I can't believe it went this way. I was, I had such an expectation. I thought this was just going to be perfect. Outside the eyes. I feel disappointed. I feel, maybe you feel sad. And, and whatever your feelings are, use your feelings. So if, if I'm not naming the right one, use yours. I feel anxious. Maybe even a bit angry. Maybe 
disappointed, frustrated, sad. I really had a vision that it was going to be totally different than this. Let's go under the eyes. And I got totally sideswiped. Like, I shouldn't have felt that way. We're at Disney, or we're in this place, or I'm in this happy place. All of a sudden, my emotions just went under the nose. I shouldn't have felt that way. I could have handled that better. You know, I, like, what, am I ungrateful or having a pity party? I'm not allowed to do that. Need to just put on my big girl panties on the chin. And then I, you know, I felt like I let other people down. You know, we're supposed to be chipper and happy and it wasn't. I feel like I had to excuse myself or make excuses. Like I wasn't allowed to be feeling that in that place or with those people. Like, you know, my feelings aren't allowed. Maybe I won't be accepted if I share my feelings. On the collarbone. I hate it when life doesn't go my way. It, it should go the way I want it. It's really hard when it doesn't. It's like too much to manage. Under the arms. And then I, you know, I don't like how I react. All right. And I feel bad for the people around me because I reacted that way. And then I'm just like, I just think it's weird that these emotional attacks can happen out of nowhere. You're like, I wish I could predict every trigger. I wish I could keep myself from feeling those big feelings. On top of the head, Triggers, big feelings, disappointments. It was a lot. It was intense. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. It's a it's a shorter breath in through your nose so it pulls the cold air in. And see if you can imagine that air going through your heart. Okay, where in your body are you feeling any kind of sensation? Could be a tingling, could be a buzz, could be a warm, a cool, a prickly, a, like a pressure. Could be a fullness or an emptiness. Where do you feel that? 
You're just learning to recognize where feelings show up in your body. That's all. Just take note of it. Okay, let's move to the middle. You know, the what if. Um, it's okay to honor the realness of the situation. It's when we try to stuff it down that, you know, it, it just keeps coming back up. So when we can bring it up for how it is, you know, we're honoring, just we're learning to accept the moment as it is. Yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah, life didn't go my way. And now this is going to be the round of, can I handle that? <laughs> right between your eyes. <sighs> what if I can feel my big feelings and be okay? What if I don't have to be tripped up by those big feelings? What if I can be disappointed when life doesn't go my way? And still go through the day normal? Outside the eyes? What if I could talk to my feelings? Hello, disappointment. Hello, anger. Hello, sad. Hello, anxious. Hello, frustration. I see you're back again. <laughs> Under the eyes. What if I could welcome these feelings as messengers in my life? What if that feeling has a message for me? I take the message and I act on it. What if I could do that? Instead of resisting my feelings, what if I could welcome them? Under the nose? What if I could realize, wow, I thought this was going to be a perfect moment? And it's not. What if I could just realize that and be okay with it? What if I could trust a safe person to listen to my feelings? So what if I could not just blurt out my feelings, but really pick a safe person? Maybe maybe they're not even in the room. What if I could think of somebody I could call who's safe, who would accept me and my feelings, who's a really good listener? What if I could think of that person? What if I could reach out for comfort? What if it's okay to reach out for comfort? What if it's okay to not be perfect? Mm, on the chin. So what if my plan doesn't have to be perfect? What if something like, oh, <laughs> that's not what I was expecting. Or, oh, that's what it looks like when it goes well for people. When I could, what if I could just take those and make a plan B? It's like, oh, okay, I didn't get my way. What if I could just accept it and look for the next step? What if I could accept when life doesn't go my way and look for the next step? On the collarbone. <sighs> what can I learn from this? One of my girlfriends says it's another and growth opportunity. She calls it an AFGO. A-F-G-O. 
pet. What if I could just say, oh, it's an AFCO. <laughs> Another F and growth opportunity. What if I could say that? Hi, AFCO. <laughs> what do I get to learn today? Under the arms. Oh, and then what if I could be pleasant while I'm learning? What would that look like? What would smiling during an AFCO look like? On top of the head. All right, so what if there's a different way to walk through? Ah, life isn't going my way. What if these are all just AFCOs? And I could walk through honoring my big feelings and learning what I need to learn. Take a deep breath. Now where do you feel it in your body? The front, the back, the middle, <laughs> the top, the bottom, the middle. What, what does it feel like? Where are you feeling it and what is the sensation? If you could put a color to it, what color would that sensation in your body be? Okay, we're going to move on to the affirmations now, right between your eyes. When life doesn't go my way, I can smile, take a deep breath, and relax. In conscious discipline, we call that being a star. Smile, take a deep breath, and relax. On outside the eyes, when life doesn't go my way, I can look at it as an AFCO. I can say, hmm, it's another growth opportunity. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Under the eyes. When I have big feelings in unexpected places, I can handle it. When I have big feelings, I can handle them. When I have big feelings, I can ask for help. When I have big feelings, I can reach out for comfort. When I have big feelings, I can look for a safe person. Under the nose. Ooh, so about my expectations. Hmm. When my expectations are not met, I can be calm. I can be kind. I can ask for what I want. When my expectations aren't met, I can be kind. I can be calm. And I can make a new plan. I can make new plans at any moment. Life is always changing. And I am smart. I can make a new plan at any moment. <laughs> On the chin. When life doesn't go my way, hmm, 
I can look at it, I can observe it, I can recognize that. I can just say, life is not going my way right now. <laughs> uh, life isn't going my way. Okay, now what? I don't have to make life miserable for myself or anyone else. I can be at peace in any transition. Go to the collarbone. <sighs> when life doesn't go my way, I can handle it. And I can even be kind. I can keep the peace in my own skin, in my family, in this situation. And it's okay for me to ask for help. It's okay for me to receive comfort when I have big feelings, when, I, when I'm on an emotional roller coaster. I can ask for help. Under the arms. <sighs> when life doesn't go my way, it could just be an opportunity to learn. Could be an opportunity to grow my character. And I can do this. I can handle it on top of the head. I can handle all of life's emotions, sadness, disappointment, anxious, fear, scared. I can handle all, <laughs> every emotional roller coaster I can handle. And I can ask for help when I need it. Take a deep breath. Where are you feeling it now? Take a deep breath. All right, mamas. You did it. You did your tapping and you got through when life doesn't go my way. I shared with you some of the language of conscious discipline. Conscious discipline is a comprehensive social, emotional, and classroom management program that uses everyday life events to teach children and adults self-control, conflict resolution, character development, and social skills. Go be a nice mom.